Okay, everybody, and welcome to episode eight of the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. I'm Sandy Hibbert, and this is my co-host, Troy Olson. How in the world are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good to be back in the studio. I mean, we've made it through another month. We have. We it's have. the craziest summer. I'm calling it the summer of COVID. You know, even um, in the midst of this craziness, we've got the, the craziness of election. We've got COVID still happening, and we're still worried about that. We're still... We're still staying home, wearing masks when we go out, uh, the hurricane. People still have to do business. Yeah. And the, the number one thing that uh, when we talked, and I, I asked you, what's on your agents' minds, number one, and you said lead gen. Yeah. So this is what we're going to talk about today is lead generation. It is the lifeblood of the real estate industry, if not any business. And those of you getting into the business need to really sit down, <laughs> get a pencil and paper, and take notes today. Those of you who are struggling and have been in the business for a while and your production's lacking, then this might be a good shot in the arm for you. Don't you think so, Troy? I agree. I mean, you know, I've got an agent that, you know, she committed to um, joining my team. Um, she's going to be done with school classes uh, in a couple weeks. And, you know, when you're a new agent, you know, it's how do I get going? Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and we sat down, you know, last week and talked about that. But, I mean, like you said, in sales, it's all about lead generation. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, you know, get caught in the fire drills of transactional real estate. And then we hurry up and, you know, close one deal. And then we realize that we don't have the next deal. And we start mm -hmm. scrambling again. You know, you've... Mm -hmm. You've, uh, you've heard about the hamster wheel. So there are certainly things that, you know, agents can do that, you know, don't, don't cost a lot of money. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you need to be, you know, you need to be visible. You need to be vocal, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, being on social media. Uh, and I know we're going to talk about, uh, about your book here a little bit, but there are things that you can do that don't cost a lot of money. Oh, if, absolutely. If you're, if you're worried about, you know, there's a lot of new shiny objects that are going to be thrown your way uh, as soon as you get your license. You know, they sell that, they sell your information to everybody. Um, it wasn't quite as bad 15 years ago when I got my license, but now there's so many shiny objects and technology and tools, and you just don't know, you know, which one to pick. Right. You don't need to pick all of them. Just pick no. one and, it, and again, start it, um, start it with, with your database. Yeah, and we're going to touch on those things today. Troy's going to give us his recommendations, I'm going to give you some of my recommendations, so you don't have to be uh, hunting through the haystack looking for the one thing. We're going to help you by giving you some solutions that have worked for us. You know, I've played in lead gen for a lot of years, kind of uh, in and out of it through my career. In my corporate days, I actually ran a huge lead program for United American Insurance Company. And I was responsible and part of the team of mailing out millions of mailers every week to get those leads coming in for their agent force. Then when I was working in real estate with Century 21, we had an amazing lead program. So, so the thing I've learned in a nutshell about leads is it can't be loosey goosey. You've got to commit to a lead program or something that you call a lead program that is going to generate you being able to get in front of people, don't you think? Yeah, and like you said, you can't just try it one time. No. Now, even if you pick two or three stat strategies and you are consistent with it, when I, when I say consistent, I don't mean two months in a row. You know, run this for six to nine months. Just know yep. that, you know, the fruits of your labor, you know, will come around. You know, whether it's, you know, geo-farming, you know, in your immediate area. Uh, a lot of people, you know, open houses uh, is a hot button right now. Do we want to do them? Do we not want to do them? There's a you know great hungry agent uh, in my office. She reached out to me yesterday and said, "Hey, I'm willing to do 
open houses this weekend. You mm -hmm. know, it's my thing, was her exact words. Now, is she doing them for you or for another agent, or are they her they're listings? My, they're my listings. She's not even on my team. But so how she, does that work? Yeah, so, I mean, she's with the same brokerage firm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm putting, I'm putting it in the MLS under open house. Um, 11 to 1 on Saturday, it's public, 11 to 1 on Sunday. So she's doing one in Frisco on Saturday and she's doing one um, in Rowlett on Sunday. So there's an example where it's not really costing her a lot of money. Right. I mean, she's got to drive there, but I mean, she's already got a car and a phone and a computer and there's already, you know, property flyers there. So, so I guess how that works is if she's doing that for you, mm -hmm. she is you let her take those leads Absolutely. home. Absolutely. I'm not going to If gonna you sell your house, yeah, no, I that's mean, like the happy I said, thing it, for it's you. It's not going to cost her any money to go, I don't want to just downplay and say sit there. <laughs> but I mean, again, you know, she's got she to. she gets those leads. Absolutely. Cool. A, a, as she should. I mean, yeah, like yeah. I said, she's the one doing the work. I'm providing the listing and, you know, she's doing the work. But again, if somebody comes in and wants to buy the house, hey, I'm happy. My seller's, mm -hmm. you know, certainly happy. Um, I mean, I have buyers both days this weekend. You know, otherwise I would be doing, you know, one or the other, but she's going to do one each day. So there's an example mm -hmm. of marketing. Get your name out there. That and, doesn't and cost you money. And it's not costing money. her money. Nope. Now you could do that for your team as well. Yeah. If you had a vibrant team and you've got four or five or six listings mm -hmm. like you do, then every weekend you could have your team members go out. Rotate. To, yeah. Yeah. Like and I they're said, getting they're, leads and they're getting their and, kind and of their teeth cut on the business. They're, they're in different cities. So again, we're, we're a little bit spread out right yeah, now. Yeah. So, but that's good. And then, you know, another thing is, you know, if you, if you have been an agent, we always forget to ask for the business, ask for the close, you know, Referrals. we, we, yeah. So <laughs> ask, you know, right when you get them under contract, ask when you're walking out of the title company, that's the last, you know, thing that they've got to go through How before they that? get their money. You I mean, just say, Hey guys, I mean, I've got a four o'clock closing in Denton today. Yeah. It's for an investor on a duplex and I've got a gift card and a thank you right. note and just say, Hey, thank you so much for the opportunity to work with you. You know, please keep me in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, on your next purchase. Uh, if you've got other, you know, friends, family, coworker, um, people you go to church with, people that your, your kids play sports with, just please, you know, think of me. And again, mm -hmm. there's, there's a stack of business cards mm -hmm. in that thank you note. Um, and, and then the reviews, what about reviews? Yeah. Let's talk about that. That's a so, free. Yeah. So that's one thing again, where it doesn't cost a lot of money mm -hmm. or any money. It's, it's time to send an email, leave me a review, leave me a review Follow and, up. and remind them, Hey, you're going to, you know, on the way up here, I know it's, it's a, 30-day anniversary uh, for one of my clients closing in a house in Frisco. And I just called them. Voicemail was, you know, hey, Nick, how are you and Catherine and the kids? How do you like the new house? Uh, give me a call when you get a minute. I want to touch base with you. Mm -hmm. So we have that 30-day follow-up just so they know that, you know, we didn't forget about them just because it was, you know, a month ago. I think past clients are, is a huge it's certainly thing my, that's being forgotten sometimes. It's certainly my biggest source. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's a 7-day, 30-day. And, yes, the... We'll remind them on January 1st yeah. during bowl season. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we're going to have bowl games this year, unfortunately. File your homestead. That's a touch. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked a little bit about that, you know, on the, on the last episode. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. there's a strategic plan as to how, when, and where we are touching a past client. Yeah, true. Another thing we're going to talk about later, but that's also in that free category, is community activity. Mm -hmm. So the more active that you are in the community, the more opportunities you're going to have to meet people snag their name and their information, ask them if you can put them on your database list to receive emails from you periodically, and now you're growing your list and you've got a possible lead yeah, and, happening there. And unfortunately, I think too many of us pull in our driveway and we close the garage door. I mean, I've lived in my community for six and a half years and I've sold a few homes in there. Uh, I have a listing in there now, but we have to do a better job right in our backyard. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and again, if, if, if somebody else farms that community, that's fine, but you live in there, so you, yeah. you should have a voice, um, you know, in your own community. Oh, absolutely. Uh, another thing, um, you know, not a lot of, um, not a lot of listings are expiring. Um, there are people because the market is so hot that they just want to do this themselves for sale by owner. And, you know, those, you know, agents that have been around for a long time, you know the statistics. You know, we, we can help a for sale by owner sell their home for more money faster mm -hmm. than they can, you know, without mm -hmm. the commission. It's more about just, mm -hmm. again, approaching them um, right. the right way. So um, actually have an ISA, Inside Sales Associate, uh, a dialer, if you want to call it that, starting uh, September 8th. So something what do they do? They, they call the, mm -hmm. the yeah. for sale by owners? Yeah, whether it's uh, for sale by owners, obviously scrub against the do not call list. Mm -hmm. um, you know, expireds, make sure you're scrubbing against the do not call list. Circle prospecting. Um, so those are some of the things that um, there's certainly going to be. Well, those things are going to cost money. Those things are going to yeah. cost money. But again, when you're on a, when you're on a dialer burning 100 dials an hour, it's not like you're dialing five people an hour. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's. Mm -hmm. We're in the volume business when you when you bring in a mm -hmm. dialer and an ISA. Yeah, and I think it's important to say on these things and, and let's let's review them again. These are the things that you can do with no upfront cost. We've got reviews, open houses, community activities, referrals, past clients, and FISBOs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to note that one-offs on these are not going to work. So if you wake up and you come out of your meeting at Keller Williams and you're a newbie and you're trying to get leads and you think, oh, I think I'm going to call a FISBO or, oh, I think I'll go do a community activity. Things like that and that kind of attitude does not work in this business. But when you can formulate a strategy that says, these are the things I'm going to do that have no upfront costs and I'm going to add them into my strategic plan. So now you're doing FISBOs on a weekly or daily basis. Now you're doing a monthly event in the community or going to the chamber weekly. Um, now you're asking for reviews after every lead. Now you're going to, yeah, so you get the idea. It's about putting these things in your strategy and becoming consistent with doing them. That is what will bring the leads, not one-offs. Absolutely. Okay, so Troy, moving on. I want to talk about uh, Legion companies because I know that, uh, you know, when I worked for the Fortune 500 company, we did our leads. Absolutely. We had an art department. We had a mail department, so we created the art, we created the list, we chose a zip code, we did all that, and, and we had a, a huge team and millions of dollars to be able to do that. Um, when I was with a large broker here in Dallas, we also did all the leads in-house, but if you're a solopreneur, if you're a new agent building your business, you don't have that. So. This is where the lead companies can be very helpful, where your broker's lead campaign can be very helpful. Let's talk about that a few minutes. Yeah, so, I mean, a couple of them that um, have been great for me, one is called Home Light. Home Light? Home Light, and it's where people will inquire about buying a home or selling their home, and, you know, it will be texted out into several agents in the area that are signed up for that city or that zip code, and it's speed to lead. I mean, whoever accepts that first yeah. gets that, and you don't just get their, their information, you know, you get their first name and whether they're a buyer or a seller. And then, you know, it's a, it's a 415 phone number mm -hmm. um, with an extension that you hit and then it connects me to you. Uh, either leave a voicemail, but if it's a live connection, then I go into, you know, my, my sales pitch. And then the goal of course is to 
set an appointment or find out what they're looking for. But when we hang up, then I get an email with first name, last name, email address, uh, phone number, mm -hmm. specific stuff. So I can either build them a portal or I can, you know, go to schedule, you right. know, the listing appointment. So home light, I pay a referral fee for that, you know, full disclosure. But you're doing the work. Absolutely. Okay. And again, I mean, if it's a, you know, if it's a $400,000 house and it's a 3% commission, yeah, you're paying a referral fee, but hey, that's more than you had before you took that phone call. Right. I don't pay to, I don't pay them a monthly subscription. Okay. I only pay a referral fee if and when I close the deal. I had a closing um, July 7th. Mm -hmm. So they're providing you the list of names mm -hmm. to call and the phone numbers to well, call. Well, the people who inquire and then it gets sent out to a bunch gotcha. of agents. And who, they, but you have to be responsible. Absolutely. Like I said, there could be one going off right now. Obviously, mm -hmm. I can't grab it here. Mm -hmm. But again, I mean, I get, you know, one or two a week and like yeah. anything else, it's some of them work out and, and some of them don't. So I have three or four that I am I'm actively working with either trying to find them a home or they're going to be putting their house on the market as we get closer to the year. So yeah. uh, home light is one that's been good for us. Awesome. And aside to that, and I don't have this in our notes, Troy, but it just came to my mind. Realtor.com, mm -hmm. Zillow, most agents are on those search engines. Um, and they put their listing and all of that. Sure. There are inquiries that come into those places. Do those work? Are you, I have you never, utilize those? I, uh, I did about a six, uh, six month commitment with Zillow several years ago. I think I was paying eight, $875 a month. And again, I probably wasn't staffed accordingly. I mean, mm -hmm. again, the leads are only as good as the people that are following up with them. And when right. you get busy, that's why having a dedicated, you know, ISA, all their job is to do is lead nurture, lead generation, mm -hmm. you know, and set appointments for me. Mm -hmm. So um, I did that for a very, very short okay. period of time. It didn't produce anything uh, back then. But I mean, that's that's a lot of money. I mean, but like you were saying, if the if the agent is steadfast in follow up, mm -hmm. doing the work and like yeah. what we talked about in last month's episode, going to work if you're working eight hours a day and if you don't have listings you're on that phone you're prospecting you're checking with realtor.com you're checking to with the search engines to find out has someone inquired about my listing are am i getting traffic on my listing are the pictures showing up if you're working like that then i agree with you i think that the lead is can possibly work for you unless it's just junk lead i don't know if any realtors working eight hours a day if they are they're not they're not in the volume game, but uh, yeah, we're done by three o'clock today. Let's uh, whatever. Let's, let's go hit the links. So, um, something that's actually not on here, but it is, it is paid, uh, is a networking group. Um, oh yeah. You know, oh, in, absolutely. I, I'm in a networking group, and we meet right now on Zoom. You know, every Thursday morning at 7:45. Yes, I pay an annual membership, and then I pay monthly dues, mm -hmm. which are not being charged right now mm -hmm. because we're not eating breakfast at um, the country club where where we go every mm -hmm. Thursday morning. But I had a closing yesterday. Uh, my roofer um, and my lender, uh, mother and mother-in-law, we we closed on their listing. That was a referral um, from that. So just this morning in the networking group, you know, my lender got two referrals. I referred my property and casualty insurance guy a lead. I referred um, the promotional advertising guy a lead, and the foundation guy a lead. Yeah. So right there in one day, I was responsible mm -hmm. for five different referrals to 
three different individuals mm -hmm. in the group. So networking groups work. And again, they're only as good as the people in the group. You got to get up, you got to show up. Mm -hmm. And again, in order to stay in the group, you got to refer me business and I got to refer you yeah. business. And, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, James Sharp, JP and Associates. James has been in the same BNI group, I think 15, 17 years. Wow. 70% wow. of his business comes from this networking group. He absolutely crushes it. And again, there's no referral fee there. Like you know, a home light or a corporate relocation. So mm -hmm. there's living proof. He's the best real estate networker that I know in DFW. Wow. And that's in a networking group. It's in a BNI group. Yeah. So oh, add that to the list, networking group. Bold Leads, talk about that. Yeah. So um, Bold Leads is a company like Home Light where you can pay a monthly subscription. Uh, and again, I'm a little hesitant when you're paying a big monthly subscription right. where they say, we're going to guarantee you X leads. What is a lead? You know, a yeah. first name, last name, email address, and phone number, that's not necessarily a lead. Yeah. It's, they could just be somebody that's surfing the net and they could be 16. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a, a lead to me is a ready, willing, able, and pre-approved buyer. Wow. That's you know, a um, Yeah. So uh, <laughs> a lead to me in the seller world is I am selling my house. Let's schedule your interview. That is a lead. That other stuff is, those are contacts. Yeah. So I would be hesitant to, like I said, spend $800 a month. There's no way they can guarantee yeah. X number. And a new agent in this business cannot afford $800 a month on, on a lead program. No. I would just say go to work, like we've been talking. Just you know, you go can, to work. Again, follow the no soliciting rules, yeah. but you can do door hangers you know, yeah. in, in a community. Yeah. Uh, you can do, like you said, do the pot buys, you know, farming. Yep. There's things that you can do for, you know, go to the dollar store and find something for a dollar and put it in a plastic bag and, and with your business card. <laughs> Again, but those are old school ways, but you got to do whatever you can do to get your name out there yeah. to get going. Yeah. You know, we all had to get to our first deal uh, at one point. Oh, yeah. Um, now tell me about how you're using Facebook. Yeah. So um, within the uh, Keller Williams CRM called um, Command, you know, Gary Keller, well, we spent lots and lots of money on this this uh, uh, CRM. It's a CRM on steroids, and you can actually post uh, Facebook ads within there, whether they are you know seller leads, uh, buyer leads, mm -hmm. price reduction you know um, notifications, mm -hmm. um, free home evaluations. Mm -hmm. So obviously social media is huge, and again, uh, I got the book there in the corner of my eye. So mm -hmm. that's something that again I'm doing at the same time. This ISA comes on uh, in September here. Sweet. Um, I think that to have a good mix for Legion, you need to have what we've talked about with the no upfront cost things that we do, like the networking groups and the reviews. You need to do those things. Those are the things that are available to you in your business model. So you need to take advantage of those. And then we have the paid group. So you've got all these bright, shiny objects out there wanting your money. Be careful on those, but still, like Troy has found on Bold Leads, that works for him. His broker's providing a campaign on Facebook through their portal. That's working for him. So do some investigating on how to spend the right money on lead gen. Then we've got social media. And when I was writing the show and Troy and I were discussing things, I came to my old book. This is like five years old that I wrote, 52 Killer Marketing Tips. Marketing demystified in 52 killer tips that your competition is probably forgetting. And it made me think, um, I, I looked through this and I remembered writing all of these tips thinking if an agent took one of these tips a week, because there's 52 for 52 weeks, if you did one of these things every week, you would blow up. Well, 
you can't. There's, it, it's too much. There's too much happening in this and in those things. So I say pick three or four. That's what I've always taught in my classes. If you just pick and hone in on three or four platforms to blow up on, then you'll be okay. So let's talk about some of those. And the first thing that's on my list, Troy, is SOI, mm -hmm. our sphere of in influence. We've kind of touched around yeah. on that, but I think realtors, you are experts on how to handle your SOI. Let's talk about that for a second. So it's not just past clients. It's your friends, your family, uh, you know, people you work out with or, you know, ride bikes with, um, lenders, yeah. you know, title partners, home warranty reps, home mm -hmm. inspectors, new home sales reps. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, it's not just, you know, a consumer mm -hmm. buyer or seller. Mm -hmm. It's literally everybody in your phone mm -hmm. um, that you have a relationship with needs to be mm -hmm. somebody that you are consistently oh, absolutely. in front of and reminding and, and marketing to. So by keeping your sphere of influence close to you through touches, just like you would your past clients, you're keeping in front of them as well. So don't forget, if you're going to build your, when you, when you build your database list, when you build that SOI section in your list, make sure that the people that you love are in that list because they need to know about what's going on with you too. They can also give referrals. Be relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, handwritten notes and follow-up, I think, is huge. Something that costs a stamp and some paper and some time. But uh, chime in on that because yeah. you were telling us about that last month. Yeah, so, I mean, Cody Gibson challenged us to write five handwritten. Cody Gibson is a massive Keller Williams producer, coach, right. uh, public speaker out of uh, Portland. And he challenged us, write five personal handwritten notes a day for 365 days and see what it does. Oh my God, have you done that? Um, I haven't been as consistent <laughs> the past 35 days. Five a day? Uh, yeah. So, okay, so what's the concept behind yeah, that? Yeah, so basically is... You pull her name out of it. Well, hat. again, I mean, most people have more than 365 people in their phone, right? Yeah. So it's just create an, get all the contacts out of your phone into an Excel spreadsheet. And then the first five, doesn't matter who they are. I don't care if you put them in alphabetical order. And that's the first five that are going out, you know, on September 8th. Mm -hmm. And then September 9th, you got five more. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you just, you start over. But it's like, you'd be amazed. It's, like I said, what I do now is on Friday with my assistant, we time block and say, okay, I need you to draft, you know, put all the stamps on, put the self-addressed. We'd all have everything in an Avery label system. So right. it's just a matter of, you know, signing the card and, and putting it in the right. mailbox. Right. So again, we got to be, we have to be better yeah. about that. They are on my desk. Um, you know, let them pile up. Um, so you have to look at them every day if that's what it's going to take to discipline you to get them out the door. Absolutely. And in my book, I have one of those is, I mean, that is actually one of the 52 tips is postcards mm -hmm. or a handwritten note on a postcard. And this is old school. This is old school. Yeah. We were buying postcards to print and mail 10 years ago in well, the real estate business. What's happened? Everybody has thought, oh, it's social media. We don't have to pay for anything anymore. Well, and there's a great company out there we use called AM Cards. You know, yeah. it's $40 a month and it's a digital handwritten note, yeah. but they, they do all the work. You literally log into your, your account and you address it to who you want, yeah. and then you type what yeah. you want it to say, and they actually generate right. what looks like a handwritten note. Send out cards, yeah. you know, oh, stuff like that. Oh, there are like so that. many now yeah. that can do that. So don't rely just on digital. Let's sure. rely more on those handwritten notes, those personalized things. Um, and you know, you don't have to be afraid of, ah, it's gonna cost too much money. Buy in bulk. 
buy in bulk, if you sent five a week, if you just sent one a day, that's not going to break the bank to do that. And think of those people getting those messages on a consistent basis. Um, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I mean, you I pay eight hundred dollars a month for you know supposedly a hundred leads a month. You know, what would you spend on cards and stamps? You right. know, not anywhere near that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it has to be in the mix. Um, blogs, I think, are really important. I think that, uh, and I can hear you saying, oh, I don't want to be a writer. I don't want to sit down. I don't know what to write about. Well, that's why then, we have you. The, exactly. That's why you have me. And so you don't need to do that. You know, I, the blogs that I do for my clients, we take a set of themes. I talk with my client. What kind of themes do you want to talk about? They'll tell me this is what they're into. This is their charity. They love dogs. They love family. They love food. So we hone in on the things. And then my team writes blogs and posts them for my clients once a week. You wouldn't believe the traffic that that brings you. Plus, it, if you've got a website and it's set up for a blog, it's great for SEO because it keeps fresh content every week on the website. Great exposure. Yep, great exposure. So blogs are a way to really up the game in your exposure online. Um, what a lot of agents do that works very well is they write about community activities. So let's say that in your neighborhood, Starwood, in Frisco, whatever, um, if you were to start a Starwood blog, and you can target emails in that particular area and have it on your website so that you're driving traffic to your website from social and they can see those things about the community. Maybe you're having a dog ID tagging party this Saturday or you're having you know, some kind of thing to do with the end of summer or back to school. So writing about what's happening in your community sets you up as that realtor who kind of owns the community. Right. It really works on a lot of different levels. I don't want folks to think I live in Starwood. We're not quite there yet. No. Maybe that's the next house. He's working on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, tied into all of this is content. Mm -hmm. the, the content on your social media, the content on your website. Um, all of that as a whole helps to increase overall traffic. You want a great website. You want traffic to go to that hub and get familiar with the listings, with what you offer there. And that's how you develop relationships that then turn into social leads. Yeah. Because that's really what we're after. That's what we're talking about here, right? And just make sure you're consistent with your theme. Absolutely consistent. Um, so social media to increase traffic and awareness. And then we've talked about print marketing and the importance in geographic farming. So if you've got a little extra money um, and you'd like to allocate in your strategic plan that we're going to spend X number of $100 a month farming Starwood or farming your neighborhood, um, I've always found it interesting as a homeowner in the different neighborhoods I've lived in throughout my career, how few postcards I get from realtors on a consistent basis. We've, we've gotten away from it. We have. Again, we've gotten so heavily on the digital and online and so far away from. Yeah, I think, but I so think it works. It does work. Um, a few more specific marketing ideas, uh, Facebook and Instagram ads. We've talked a little bit mm -hmm. about that, but yep. outside of what your broker's doing, um, I know that we've ran ads that went on Facebook mm -hmm. and Instagram of a new listing of uh, a special event that you had coming up. I've had realtors who were selling a million plus homes that prepared their open house a month in advance. Yep. And so we ran an ad on that to try to drive traffic to a very important 
property that they were trying to sell. So Facebook and Instagram ads still work. Um, you can actually, uh, if you can allocate $50 you got to start somewhere. Yeah, start there. I mean, that's super easy. Um, hosting local events. Um, by that I mean, why not have a paper drive in your neighborhood? Why not have a dog tagging party in your neighborhood? Yeah, or we saw a lot of food drives right when COVID food hit. Food drives, so. yeah. So there are things you can do. Only you know that. I mean, if you are uh, an experienced realtor and you've focused in on a neighborhood, don't forget the importance of staying active with community events and staying in front of those people in that neighborhood. I think that's Next huge. door, I mean, get involved. Help I me mean, again. Absolutely. When they look, when they're reaching out saying, hey, I need an electrician or hey, I need this. Yeah. Get involved. You look like a hero because you already have, you know, all those guys and gals, you know, in your arsenal for mm -hmm. your past clients. Mm -hmm. Why not share those with your neighbors? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And those people who uh, love charitable work and have a heart for giving in the time for doing those kinds of things, I think that you should bring that into the mix of your real estate marketing. Let people know your charity. Uh, be involved in your charity and then tell people you're involved with your charity. You don't have to be telling how much money you're giving and things like that. And what I mean is just be visible so that yeah, it's, the it's, people that you're wanting to attract can see this person's like me. They like to work with children that have a handicap or things like that. So being in tune with the community. I mean, we've talked about this so much on our shows, how it's about that connection. It's about having that chemistry with someone in a listing appointment or in a networking group that really, they trust you. They feel like they know who you are, that you're a good enough person that they could entrust this dream into your hands. And I think that that is what all this kind of stuff we're talking about. In, in philanthropy, being able to be a helper and be known for that. Yeah, and I'm... Um, another thing video campaigns. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, video is the bomb. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's thinking they need to, and you do. Um, but you don't have to do it like this. Not everybody has to come in and do a serious type show with notes and content and information. And makeup. <laughs> and makeup. You could actually, if you're a realtor, uh, focus on like a video that walks through communities. You would never even have to show your face if you don't want to, but maybe there's a new community like the what's a new community out Legacy West or yeah, Legacy West where the you know Britain built their villas. There's I mean there's no shortage of new home subdivisions yeah. in Prosper and Salina and McKinney and Melissa. I'm doing one next Tuesday mm -hmm. um, um, with a builder you know in Mustang Lakes. They asked me, hey, would you come out and shoot video and, and showcase mm -hmm. you know our listings? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, I would love the opportunity. That's fantastic. It's not costing anybody any money. Right. We're just using our, our Use your phone. Yeah, we're using our phone, you know, and our stick, whatever that thing is called. And <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have somebody holding it, yeah. but I mean, we're doing that. And like right. I said, the builder benefits, I benefit. Mustang Lakes will benefit yeah. from that. So yeah. now I want you to be consistent. Absolutely. Okay. Be because the one-offs are fun, and they'll get a splash, but they're not gonna get you social leads. Um, being consistent picking a theme, saying, okay, I'm going to focus on new restaurants in my area, planning it out on your strategic plan calendar, once a month, once a week, once every two weeks, put on your mask, throw your hair up, girls, in a ponytail, nobody has to see your face, and get out and use your personality and shoot those things that are of interest for the community. People eat that up, and they really eat up if you do show your face. Well, <laughs> they love, people love to see you, you know? They wanna see you, they wanna get your personality, they wanna see what you're wearing. So 
you know, you can get bold with it as you like, or you can step back and get behind the camera if you like, but video campaigns work. So I think what we're saying here is <laughs> you got to be everywhere. You do. <laughs> you got to be everywhere. You got to be online. You got to be easy to find. Um, you know, uh, lead gen can make or break a business. So what In a hurry, it can. are you doing to generate leads? What are you doing to build business into your pipeline? Is that, mm -hmm. am I saying it like a real realtor would say it? Talk about the pipeline for a minute, Troy, because I know that yeah, you're always I mean, talking to me about that. In, in our corporate America and sales, it's always the first through the 30th. And, you know, the sales experts or the coaches will teach you, you got to think the 15th through the 15th. So, um, you know, here we're, you know, early in September. Right. you got to start thinking about what is in the pipeline for, you know, the rest of the year. Um, you know, again, unless you get this thing under contract right before Thanksgiving, it may not be closing in, you know, in 2020. Wow. So you got to be thinking not just about tomorrow, but mm -hmm. you got to be thinking further out uh, with your pipeline. I want to talk about that for a second because I'm just getting in a, a thought that how challenging that has to be in real estate because it's this is not a instant gratification thing. No, I mean, you can't just go and buy a house today. Like right. I can go buy a piece of furniture and have it delivered in three days. Yeah, not everybody you're working with is selling the house right now or buying yeah. a house tomorrow. I mean, I have a, you know, again, a CRM that, you know, I've got the who and the what and the when, uh, how much and where they're looking. You know, we've got 50 or 60 portals set up. They're not all looking to buy, but look at their portal email them, call them, text them, I don't care, reach out to them and just stay in front of them. Otherwise, they'll forget about you and find somebody else. That's right, because it is a long game. It's a journey. Yeah, it, it is. And it's a, it's to, a marathon, so you've not a sprint. you've got to keep leads in there, yeah. uh, is what we're talking about, because it's not instant gratification. It's not going to happen overnight. So what I might be juggling today, I'll be juggling again in six weeks or two months. Sure. You know, so building up that pipeline is just getting more balls in there, kind of like a bingo thing. You got to get all these balls hopping around in there, um, making your plan to engage with your prospecting, adjust when you can. Adjust um, on the fly. Adjust yeah. on the fly. It's not going to be forever always the same because the markets change, people change, needs change. Um, okay. So. Let's look at this really quick uh, as we're closing. Before we go into our takeaways, I want to just reiterate the top marketing ideas on social media for real estate agents would be Facebook and Instagram ads, um, blogging, great content, websites, community pages, and then not social media, but other marketing type things Staying in front of your SOI with Popeyes, handwritten notes, postcards that have great information. Um, re remember you want to get it on their refrigerator. Um, print marketing, geographic marketing, all these things. Hosting local events, starting a video campaign, all of this stuff. The things that Troy talked about earlier in the, the gin world, the gin company world, prospecting, phone calls, all of these things create your lead program. So picking and choosing and finding out which one's going to work for you, working it hard, adjusting when necessary is what's going to bring success. So with that, Troy, give us what your three takeaways would be yeah. to realtors um, today. I mean, we're in September. We're going to be in the fourth quarter, um, you know, in a month. You've got to start thinking about 
the 2021 business plan already. Oh, I know that's right. hard to believe, but it is. Um, and then, you know, school is, is reopened. It started, you know, don't let that slow you down. Again, I don't have children. I don't have to homeschool them. But again, like you said at the top of the show, people are still doing business. They're buying and selling houses. Right. Uh, we might just have to work, you know, a few more hours in the morning or the evening to make sure we can keep our volume of business uh, where we want. And uh, if you know of anybody looking uh, to make a career out of real estate, you know, have them, have them reach out. Absolutely. So. Um, create a lead gen strategy that you can afford. Mm -hmm. um, remember time, budget, and imagination. If you don't have the time to perform the duties it require, if you don't have the money to afford it and you don't get it, don't do it. So choose a lead program that you can wrap all those things around and you can sustain it because you don't want to just do it for a month. You're going to need to plan for the long haul, like we've said. Cultivate leads. It takes time, so be patient. Um, people that are coming in online leads, they're 18 months out. Is that still true? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not looking yeah, to buy a house today. you definitely have to incubate that. Yeah, so you have to incubate. You have to nurture those leads. So find a system that you can nurture and incubate the leads until they are ready to buy a house. I mean, that's a given. How to do all that is another show. Yes. Because <laughs> there's a lot of, mis a lot of uh, working parts on that. But definitely cultivate your leads. And then finally, challenge yourself to get outside your comfort zone. Um, you know, get in a networking group and listen to what others are doing. Find out what's working for you. And if you're not happy or you're not excited about what's going on in your prospecting, then Go do something different. Get outside the box in all these things. Do the videos and get involved in the community. This is what I mean by challenging yourself to do things that you haven't done before. And I guarantee it will bring more leads. Yeah. Um, we're really excited. I want to share with you. I talked to Mark mm -hmm. Miller. Okay. And uh, Mark Miller is a dear friend of mine. We've worked together here in Dallas in the real estate industry for, I don't want to tell you how long, but a long time. <laughs> And uh, he is now president of Secure Title of Texas. And we have asked Mark to join us on our show next month. And he's going to uh, be with us to brainstorm where the Texas real estate, North Texas market is going and give us his expertise on that. And we'll just find out everything that he's doing and what the state of the title business is and real estate business is. So I hope you'll join us. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you next time. Ciao. Yes. <laughs>